that big house or beautiful apartment might be destroying your retirement. Welcome into the Real Estate Minute Show. Thanks again for your time today. Let's talk about your cost and expenses and savings. I can't help it. I've been talking a lot about this in my emails recently, and it's because I'm getting confronted with it a lot, especially with inflation. Like we've had, everything's so expensive. People are kind of coming to my door wanting to invest, but have a lot less to do so. Invest in real estate, by the way, if this is your first time in, it is the Real Estate Minute Show. A lot of people, when they're interested in investing in real estate, for instance, or anything else for that matter, I do real estate, um, so that's my world. But a lot of people come and they want to invest in stuff, but they're not living by a certain code necessary to do so. There's this old rule, which I don't necessarily love, but at least it's a structure, okay? It's called the 50-30-20 rule. And what it means is that your net take-home pay from your jobs or all sources, okay, after taxes, is 50% of that should go to pay for your um, your your needs, essentially, your essentials, like rent, mortgage, uh, taxes, um, property taxes and such, insurance, car payments, food, uh, things that you absolutely need, okay, to, to, to live. Uh, 30% of your net take-home should go for your wants. That's vacations, going out to dinner, drinks, movies, entertainment, stuff like that, things that you do for entertainment. And you should spend money on entertainment. This is life, for instance. you got to enjoy yourself. And 20%, the remainder should go to savings. The higher the 20, the better. Obviously, the lower the 50 and the 30, the better, Okay. The issue we have a lot of a lot of times these days is people call and they you know call and they want to invest in stuff. I look at their statement because first thing we got to do is kind of qualify them to get a, you know potentially put them in touch with one of our lenders. And uh, the problem is is that fifty and that thirty is way too high, meaning they have no twenty. They have no chance at the saving in the, into the twenty percent. A lot of times, what I see a lot, especially these days, is because rents and mortgage rates are so high, is that the essentials, the needs, that fifty percent is over a hundred percent. So those people don't have enough money to even spend on the wants, the movies, the vacations, let alone the savings. But the problem is, is people still go out and they still party and they still go on vacations. What do they do if they're spending over 100 on the essentials, but they're still spending money on the wants? They borrow. They credit cards. Slice, slice, slice. So they're in debt and now they can't qualify for a loan. That's a topic for another show, but that's a lot of what's going on right now, especially with inflation. But let's just talk about and say that we have the money, okay? Let's say that we're making $5,000 after taxes, myself or with a partner together, $5,000. That's our number, okay? The rule would say that $2,500 or 50% of that should go towards your essentials, your rents, and like we discussed, utilities, cars, and all that stuff. 30%, which is $1,500, you can spend every month on your wants, which is saving up for vacations and going out to dinners and partying and going to the music festivals and all that kind of stuff, okay? I still think that's a high number, 15, 30%. Nevertheless, let's just say you really enjoy that stuff. Then 20%, which is $1,000, right, of the five you make, goes to savings. So where do I save it? Well, you could save it in all kinds of things. You can go into the crypto markets. You can buy art. You can buy NFTs, like digital assets. I mean, all this crazy stuff and take a lot of risk. I don't, you know, take that amount of risk. I invest actually quite a bit of money in the Vanguard Total Stock Indexed Fund, very particular, right? The Van Vanguard, which is a mutual fund company and other finance services and stuff, they have a mutual fund called that they've had for many years, decades, called the Total Stock Market Index Fund. And it invests in every stock in the stock market. So you're a part of all of it, meaning you're just talk about diversification, right? 
I, yeah, I invest in stocks here and there, but I, if I invest, I'm not Warren Buffett. I'm stupid. So I'm not going to invest in something like Apple and hope it goes up because I don't know. Okay. Um, but if you invest in all of the stock market, that's one particular investment that I use a lot just to spread it out. Put it away. Don't think about it. Stick it there for years. The issue that we're having right now is a lot of people are, and I write about this a lot if you read my stuff, is that people need to change their mindset from an income approach, which is just earning and spending, and a mindset of wealth, okay, which is wealth building. Income is a lot more fun, okay, because I get money in and I can spend it at the sushi restaurant and see it and have fun, and there's a fire going because I'm cooking my own meat at the table. That's a lot of fun. Wealth building is not so fun because you're thinking 20 years down the road, and I'm not there, and you don't want to think about that because that's like... I'm an old man and I don't want to think about the future kind of stuff. That's part of the problem. So this kind of a rule is very simple. I don't love the numbers so much, 50, 30, and 20 specifically, but I like the structure because it allows people to kind of grab onto something and at least they can have something. And let me tell you the effect of this. Because you want to have money to invest with me, right? To put into a real estate deal. You want to hire me as your broker to go find a duplex for you, something like that, or a single family house to, to rent out or Airbnb or something like that. But if you don't have the money saved, you can't do it. All right. If you're 50 and you're 30 or too high, you have no 20 to save. But you got to start saving, okay, as best you can, and making life changes. Let me tell you the effect of this. So if I have a thousand dollars in our five thousand dollars a month example, I have a thousand for the savings, 20 percent, and I stick that away, let's say, into a into an account that's going to give me five percent for 20 years. All right, and it's going to compound monthly. So I'm going to take a thousand dollars initially, stick it in there one month, and I'm every month I'm going to put a thousand bucks into that account, and it's getting me five percent compounded monthly for 20 years. That account is worth over $400,000 in 20 years from now. For $400,000, okay? Amazing. If I can only, if you say, Jay, I don't have that kind of money, I can only do $500, that's fine, do $500. That's worth $203,000 at the same terms in 20 years. See what I'm talking about? Future, it's fun to see the 200,000. Maybe that'll excite you enough to start saving instead of the sushi, all right? It's a huge impact. That's the power of these kind of this structural savings plan. So the goal, and I'm going to end it here, is to get the 50 and the 30 as low as possible so you can get the 20 as high as possible every month like clockwork. Stick it somewhere that you can forget about, like the Vanguard Fund. You don't got to think. You don't got to go on Robinhood or Ameritrade and trade back and forth. None of that. Stick it into account. Go to work. Okay? Stick it into account. Go to work. Focus on other stuff while that is working for you at night, just like a clock. Okay. Do clocks work for you? I don't know. It was the spinning thing. I like. Anyway, have a great week. Start saving today. Never too late to start. And we'll see you next week on the show. Thanks for your time.